welcome to the Peace Church Life Change Podcast. Peace Church exists to glorify God and make disciples by helping everyday people experience life change through Christ-centered relationships. Thank you for joining us today on our podcast as we celebrate life change through the ministries of Peace Church. Welcome back to the Peace Church Life Change Podcast. This is episode 7. Uh, today we're joined by Brian Hughes. Brian is the worship pastor here at Peace Church. Uh, so we are glad that you are back with us, Peace. Uh, we are missing you like crazy. Yeah. Uh, we're sick and tired of social distancing, but we will do this as long as we have to. But just know uh, your pastors are ready to meet with you, and especially this worship pastor is ready to lead a worship service uh, when the crowd is not empty, when the building is not empty. He's ready to <laughs> see some sure. people uh, participate in singing with them. So, Brian, man, thanks for taking out some time to do this. Yeah, absolutely. I know, <laughs> I know your workload's changed quite a bit. Uh, you're probably working a lot harder now than you were before because we're having to be creative of how we're going to put on these worship services week in, week out. And it seems like it changes from week to week. It does. So I know uh, we appreciate your time. So B, if you would, man, just share with us a little bit about yourself and just your family. Yeah, thanks, Brad. Um, It's a joy to be here today. So I grew up in Wilson. Uh, We moved here in 79 when I was five years old. And uh, so Wilson's really uh, most of all I've ever known all my life. Met my wife here. She was my high school sweetheart. And Michaelin is her name. We've been married almost 23 years now. We were talking about that the other night. I was like, crazy. I um, can't believe that's how it is. Mm. But we've been back in Wilson now for just five uh, years of that. Um, we moved away not long after we got married for me to finish up my uh, schooling at Bible College, mm. came back to North Carolina, served in Clayton for 13 years, and then God called us here almost five years ago. And uh, so we're, it's been a joy to be back in my yeah. home church and ministering to people, as I used to say, that have powdered my butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of weird. You. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. But both of us grew up here in the church um, and are now on staff together. Both of us are bald. We have the two most beautiful heads on staff, <laughs> right. as you can see from this video. Yeah. Um, but man, it, yes, cool. And Brian's always been connected to us, even when you were at Tippett's yeah. Chapel. You brought your students over to Lap Ohio. So the relationship was always, we always were partnering in ministry. So yeah. it's really cool now that you're on staff. Uh, with us. So, man, our mission at Peace Church, we say Peace Church exists to glorify God and make disciples by helping everyday people experience life change through Christ in a relationship. So, as a church, you know, we came up with that mission statement. And so then we said, okay, we've got to develop our ministries mm-hmm. around uh, ways that we can actually accomplish that mission. So, we, we made our map, and our map is we know God through worship, uh, we grow through life groups, we serve others in ministry. And we go through living on mission. So you are the worship pastor. Uh, the main piece of what you do is leading that worship service, that that corporate gathering. Um, and it's the top piece of what we say our map is, is to know God through worship. So for you, like what role does music play in knowing God through worship? Yeah, so um, the biggest part of that to me, uh, music has always been a part of my life. Grew up singing and uh, love, I've loved music. <laughs> Funny mm-hmm. enough, I've I, told my dad many years ago, I would never do what I'm doing, and here I am. Um, You know, one of the things that we hear through that is, you know, worship and music is tied together, which it is, but worship is a whole lot more than Mm -hmm. just music, Uh, even though music is a passion of mine, and I think God calls us to to worship. Uh, We see that in the Psalm, Psalm 100, make a joyful news unto the Lord, all the land, you know, serve the Lord with gladness. And come before him with singing. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a command that we see through yep. the psalm. 
And so music is just a, that vital part for the congregation to come together, uh, and not in a spectator-type way, mm-hmm. but in a very, um, as a participant. Yes. Be involved in that. And then the congregation singing, not just to God, but to one another as well. Mm -hmm. Man, I I was reading through um, Keith and Kristen Getty's book not long ago, Sing, Mm -hmm. and it talks about the corporate body singing together. And I've always thought, well, yeah, we come together to worship and worship God. And we do. That's the ultimate part of that. But it's also to connect to one another, Mm -hmm. to hear each other, to hear your voices, because that truth that we're singing um, is true about God, but it's also the element that we tell each other in what we believe. It's mm-hmm. the edifying of the body of believers. And, uh, man, that's that's really where that whole you know, worshiping God together as a corporate body, and that's sure. what, as Brad was saying, that's why we've missed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've missed that that um, connection, that time that we have. So it's, it's a very vital, very important element of what we do in worship. Absolutely. And and music, obviously, is, is a huge part of any church. Uh, every culture has its own music style. Oh, yeah. I mean, no matter where you go, all over, when I go to Romania, like they've got their style of worship. When I, you go anywhere, uh, music's just such a huge thing. Like you say, worship is much more than music, but music does play a vital role yeah. in worship for sure. Um, so as we talk about music and leading that worship service, what is the main thing that you try to accomplish week in, week out through a worship service? Yeah, so, you know, I've always heard worship leaders talk for so many years about when we come into worship, we want everybody to um, to join together to sing. It all leads up to the Word of God mm-hmm. and being preached. And, and I totally agree about that, that when whoever it is steps into that role to open the Word and teach or preach, mm-hmm. that's a vital thing. <clears throat> but it's much more than that. So I want people to experience the presence of God as we worship together, hearing yeah. their brothers and sisters in Christ sing. Um, and also in the, the preparation of that, we've got to come in prepared. You know, the, one of the hardest things to do sometimes on a Sunday morning, you mm-hmm. come in early and you, you got to get cranked up. It's a different kind of feel. And sometimes it takes us about the, the second or third song to really kind of get yeah. going. But once we get there, it's great. And so I think sometimes it, it really, we have to focus on what God is saying to us and through us in his word on a daily basis. So as we come together in corporate worship, mm-hmm. it's a culmination of those things. So uh, when when we make a, a set list or yeah. when we come out of what we're doing in that worship time, that it is a, it's a tipping point mm-hmm. of what we've already been doing through the week. And so as yeah. Rusty or whoever steps into that pulpit yeah. to open the word, they go, that's exactly what God's been teaching me this mm-hmm. week. And it brings all that together. Yeah, Man, as you're talking, my mind's just churning right now because obviously worship ministry has been a huge piece of my life too. Right. I oh, loved, yeah. used to travel for the college and sing and lead worship services. I led some worship with our student ministry yep. during the transition before you became a <laughs> worship pastor. I, I helped lead some worship here at the church. So I love leading worship. I love being a part of it. You let me be on the worship team some and, and I, I'm pumped every time you, you do that. Um, yeah, as you talk about that, my mind takes me back to a worship and arts conference I went to Back in 2002 at Willow Creek Church, uh-huh. they called it an hour on Sunday. And that's what they talked about. They said, you know, our job is to develop this worship time to prepare people's hearts to hear that word. And I remember when they led us through like a sample worship service. And, and man, it was it was an awesome experience. And then when we got done, it was like this, this we call it like the holy hush. Hmm. And he stepped up to the mic and he was like, now how many of y'all right now are ready to hear from the word of God? And we were all just like, 
Yeah, yeah we're ready. <laughs> so I mean that, that that's an that's an awesome task to to do. It, you and you mentioned this too as you were talking talked about the, the worship that's taking place outside the church. I know mm-hmm. R- Rusty says, you know, we don't come to church to worship. <laughs> we should come worshiping to church. Yeah. And so I think you said it before too as you were talking, like sometimes it takes us a song or two to kind of get ourselves wrapped around it. I know I'm a, I'm a parent. I've got kids. <laughs> I don't know what it's like to get everybody ready on Sunday morning, get them out the door, get them checked into the yeah. your kids area. And it's like when you walk into the worship center and, and the countdown's at three, two, one, and you're just like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> exactly. and so it does take a little bit. Can you think of ways like like what can help our people to come to church ready to worship? Yeah, I mean, I, I know that's tough because Michaelin has said to me before, Dude. you know, she's a, a a wife of a pastor, and so she spent most of our married life getting our kids ready for church, and so I'm there kind of getting all my stuff ready for when people come, and mm-hmm. it's hard for her to kind of tune into that thing. Um, and I tell our worship team a lot. I said, when we are in there practicing, getting ready for church to start, uh, we've kind of already gone through the routine of this. Our minds are set. So how is it that we bring our people into this that moment? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a tough thing yeah. because people do. They have to clear their minds. They just, they've run out of the car. They've checked everybody in or, you know, they may have spilled coffee on it. Just yeah. all kinds of things can happen. So I, I think most of that, and I'd like to, probably further this more of what we're doing on a weekend, just kind of showing our people, hey, as we lead into this weekend, this is what we're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. So it's good to listen to music, you know, try yeah. to make those times as precious as possible yeah. and and just focus on that, man, playing music before you get to church or uh, whatever it is in that routine yeah. to help you to get focused and to meditate on that as well. Um, that's a tough thing, I know, mm-hmm. but there's a, I think you have to be strategic uh, be on purpose as we do that too, um, to, yeah. to be prepared. Yeah. You know? Um, also just as your, your role as worship leader. So what's the process like for you and how you develop a worship service? There's a million songs out there that you could choose oh, yeah. week in and week out. So what's that process like for you on a day in a day basis or weekly basis? Right. So when I came here, um, one of the biggest things was just trying to figure out our culture. Mm-hmm. You know, when I grew up here, the culture was different than when sure. I, as I came back. And, uh, and even in my previous ministry, it was, it was much different than peace. Um, so to figure out where the culture is in mm-hmm. that whole mindset, what they're listening to, what really kind of drives that home to them, what we call our, our powerhouse songs or whatever it is. And, and sometimes mm-hmm. it, it is wrapped around the song. Sometimes it's wrapped around what the message of the song is, you know, whether it's lyrical or the, the rhythm of it or whatever. So as I look at what we're doing on a weekly basis, my very first thing is prayer. Mm-hmm. And I pray that, Lord, what are you telling me in this to, to kind of direct? Um, and then to take from prayer time to preparation, just really kind of looking over, over what are we doing currently that our, our congregation loves. Man, they're mm-hmm. singing this really well. They're in tune with this. They're, it's not that spectator side of it. It's, right. it's more the, um, being part of the, the worship um, and then just putting the plan together, you know, kind of setting that what I've prayed about, what we've prepared for, and now here's the plan for it. So what we've been trying to do, Andrew and I, over the past couple of years is set a, a brand new song once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and it may be something from uh, Bethel or it may be something that uh, Vertical Church has done, even um, out in at Gateway. We've done some Gateway stuff over the mm-hmm. time and, and just really 
what's speaking to me, maybe what is on my top list of what right. I'm listening to, what people are telling me, they pass that along to me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and how does that hit? You know, not every song that's out there is really where, what we need to be singing. Right. Uh, is it theologically sound? Is it telling something contrary to what the character of God is? Mm. And so we have to be careful with that. And yeah. for many years, I didn't really think about that. You mm-hmm. know, it was just, man, it's a great song. It's good to hear to sing. It's yeah. fun to sing, even fun to play. Mm-hmm. But there's, it's very shallow in its thought. So it yeah. takes preparation. I will say that over the years, I've become a planner. Mm-hmm. So I like to plan my services out typically two months in advance uh, just to kind of get a skeleton of what mm-hmm. that looks like. And obviously that can be changed at a drop right. of a hat. But also in that same frame, talking through with Rusty or whoever's speaking that weekend and say, mm-hmm. hey, in this direction, is this something you're taking? Sometimes thematically it matches up um, and it's on purpose. Sometimes it matches up and it's just a God thing. Mm-hmm. And I like it when that happens. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Man, absolutely. Um, well, obviously we're in a really weird time right now. Yeah. Uh, we can't meet together <clears throat> corporately as a church. You're <laughs> you're leading worship, looking into a video, <laughs> uh, into a camera. And so for you, like, what's been the biggest challenge from these restrictions of COVID-19 where we can't meet corporately? So what, what are some of those yeah, big man, challenges you've been the facing? The biggest one is just not being together. Yeah. And we're very social. I'm a, and I say this in um, kind of halfway because right. I'm an introvert. Right. At, I understand. Uh, it's funny that God's put me in the place that he has um, with that going on. Um, but, man, I miss people. I, I yeah. miss hugging people. I miss being around people and just... Mm-hmm shooting the breeze, just seeing how they are, literally seeing their face. Yeah. And yeah. so that's been tough. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the restrictions have gotten harder on us now that we have to reduce that time uh, right. with who can be in the auditorium. Yeah. And so we've had to back off on that even more. Yeah. And so that's my number one is just yeah. not being literally being with people uh, mm-hmm. that I love dearly. And yeah. so for sure, um, man, Adrian and I were, my, my daughter were talking about this and she was looking at Romans eight twenty eight. Mm-hmm. God works all together, uh, things all things together for the good of those who love Him and called according to His purpose. And she was like, "We were just talking about how God works together, good things even through bad situations." And yeah. and so we just threw out like, "I said, what about this, Adrian? What about COVID nineteen? Like, what are some good things that have happened from it?" She's like, "Well, we're spending a lot more time together yeah. as a family. We're, we're having Nerf gun wars on school <laughs> nights, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Like things that wouldn't normally happen." Yeah. Um, so what about for you? when it comes to music ministry or maybe even just personal life, but like what are some of the, the, the biggest win that that's come from the restrictions of COVID-19 for you? Yeah. So, um, as far as ministry goes, um, we, right before we, we were going into this, uh, we started uh, a Facebook group with our choir particularly, mm-hmm. and, and we've been able to reach out through that. Um, we are pushing stuff out on planning center a whole lot, which is what we use for right. communication and mm-hmm. scheduling and stuff. So just dealing with them and trying to figure out where everything is. Um, so that the communication style has been great. Um, personally, it's the slowing down. Mm-hmm. I think we've played wiffle ball almost every yeah. night. When I go yeah, that's home. awesome. And uh, in fact, we've worn places in the backyard yeah. where the pitcher's mound is and everything. So yeah, it's just been good to have family time again. For sure. Um, yeah. Man, for sure. Well, uh, we call this podcast the Life Change Podcast. Like That's sort of like the, the key phrase that we were after here with our mission is, is life change through Christ-centered relationships. Mm-hmm. And so what about for you, man? What's, what's a life change story? Because this is a chance for us to, to celebrate life change for the church to see and hear. So what's a life change story you could tell? Maybe from 
your ministry, maybe from life group or just personal discipleship? Yeah. So um, even before I came here, I love being able to take uh, guys out for lunch and just mm-hmm. to kind of get to know them better. And I made a determination when I got here that I was going to try to do that every so often, um, especially with people that I don't know as well, mm-hmm. <clears throat> just to kind of hear their life, what's going on. Yeah. And uh, I, I got up with a guy here that was that came and uh, played with us a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, we met for lunch and prayed together and held each other accountable mm-hmm. in what was going on. Uh, he's moved away now, but mm-hmm. we're still in contact with that. Um, and so I know that he's praying for me. And I'm praying for him through that. And it's just, a, it's neat to see his walk grow even through some very difficult times that he's facing. Yeah. Um, just that connection, that life on life um, of getting to know him has been amazing. Yeah. And so I, I, you know, one of the things that I'm encouraged about that is I need to do that more mm-hmm. and really make that connection with everybody that's not just in my ministry, but also my life group or D group that's going on yeah. to just know them deeper. Sometimes that's messy. You know, we kind of get the background and and they get to know us and Mm -hmm. we have to be very vulnerable. And that's a scary thing, too. Man, it definitely Um, is. But uh, it's uh, it's important, you know, to to reach out and to get into people's lives because you don't know how bad somebody's hurting until you kind of hear their story. Mm -hmm. And and sometimes you can relate. Sometimes you can't. But when you can't, you pray more. For sure. Yeah. Well, B, um, as we wrap up this this portion of the podcast, man, how can we be praying for you? Yeah, I mean, it's um, I'll be honest with you, it's been kind of depressing, mm-hmm. like you said earlier. You know, yeah. you get out on a sunny morning, we come in for rehearsal, and there's nobody sitting in the right. seats. Uh, now we do that for rehearsals times anyway, yeah. and so you have to work through that. Um, honestly just knowing that what God has laid on my heart as a worship leader, mm-hmm. that it doesn't portray something in a very static way, but as yeah. a worshipful way uh, to our people. And yeah. that as they're home right now, worshiping together as a family, that that's not something we just do on Sundays, mm-hmm. but they continue to do that. Man, they, um, they see the importance as a family unit to worship together. Yeah. And as a dad and as a mom to lead your family in that as well. Yeah. Um, man, pray that... Um, that God will be faithful, and He always has, but mm-hmm. He will just show up in a mighty way through that. Yeah. Um, and just, especially, it's been difficult, and you you know this too, being in a neighborhood sometimes, you mm-hmm. you kind of know don't know exactly how to approach people sometimes, but yeah. I know I've got some neighbors around that need to know Christ, mm. and uh, I'm hoping that through this that we'll be able to shine that light for sure, uh, and, and see that come to pass. So as we come out of this, we'll have a better opportunity to invite them and say, hey, for sure. come be with us at church. And man, that's so, awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, B, thanks a lot, man, for the update and hearing what's going on with worship ministries. Um, one of the things we love to do we close out this podcast is you knew those questions were coming, yeah, but you don't know what's coming up next. It's just a chance for us just to get to know you a little bit. So I've got a few questions that I've, I've kept hidden through this whole interview, <laughs> but uh, here they come. And number one, did you have a nickname growing up if so, what was it, and does anyone still call you that? Yes. So what is <laughs> so that nickname? My, my dad always called me Bubs, uh-huh. and from that, people call, called me Bubby. And uh-huh. so, yeah, people still call me Bubby. In fact, when I got here, my tag on, That's right. on my door said Bubby Hughes. We, we, we did. We, his nameplate <laughs> over his office, we put Bubby Hughes up there for his first, <laughs> his first work day with us. That's awesome. So do people still call you Bubby? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, 
Who is your go-to band or artist when you can't decide on what to listen to? Man, um, okay, Huey Lewis and the News. Okay. They're my favorite. You know, I just, I like, yeah. I've always uh, liked them. Um, man, probably my more recent, like, um, Christian band that I've listened to or the artist I listen to is Chris McClarney. Mm-hmm. Um, the one we got Hallelujah for the Cross off okay. of, we sing that a lot. Man, he's just, he's a incredible worship leader. Yeah. And uh, just great singer, too. So he's kind of my go-to I got you. right now. So Huey Lewis in the I news. I love Huey Lewis <laughs> in the news. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So uh, how do you relax after a hard day of work? Um, if, I, if, I, if we have any, it's a bowl of ice cream. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, I know you love ice cream. Yeah, just for sure. to kind of sit down and relax. Yeah, yeah for sure. All right. Uh, what do you spend the most time thinking about? Like when you're just alone in your mind, what, like, what is it your, your mind always constantly goes back to? Ah, uh, man, um, fixing things. Okay. I love working with my hands. Yeah. Um, in fact, we had a, we did a project last week on our fence out back. Uh-huh. And so my father-in-law, Jerry, came over and we poured a patio out there, a small little um, nice. concrete thing. And so we fixed that. I just, I love working with my hands. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, what repairs do I need to do around the house? For or sure. How can it's I upgrade endless, this? Exactly. Right? It is. <laughs> That's an endless thing. Yeah. What was your favorite TV show growing up? The A-Team. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Love the 18. I actually love some 18. In fact, my former, um, as I was youth pastor before, my teens that were in there, uh-huh. I gave them as a, I used them as an illustration yeah. one time, and they all looked at me like, who in the world are they? You don't know Mr. T, you don't know right. Murdoch, you know. That's right. I pity the fool. I pity the fool. <laughs> Face, you know, you got yep. all of them. All right, that's cool. I remember the 18 growing up. I had the, had the van. Actually, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I was a big Mr. T fan. All right, I like this one. Tell us what you had for breakfast this morning by singing about it. <laughs> so tell us your breakfast, but you got to sing about it. Cherry Pop-Tarts and some milk. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that, that, that's good stuff. Uh, if you want to keep going, I was going to bring some harmony with you. But sorry. Uh, if you could ask God one question, what would it be? Oh, man. Um, why Nats? <laughs> for sure we're about to get to that time oh, of year stars oh man yeah. especially when you're cutting grass oh goodness and it's like you get uncut there's always at least one gnat uh-huh. in your eye all oh, the time gosh. they're so aggravating <laughs> all right what do you wish you knew more about god's word yeah for sure i mean i just um there are things as i've grown up through my life i know mm-hmm. um I, I know the verses and stuff but man i just there's so many things i love what we're doing through the hear journals yeah because every time I read it, there's something new and fresh. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just, I wish I would know I, I, the history behind it, too. Yeah. You know, I always kind of pushed that aside growing up. Mm-hmm. But it is so, it's come to life to me now as I've gotten yeah. older. Uh, man, just to know it deeper, for yeah. sure. Man, that's awesome. All right, last question is this. It's an easy one for you. You just mentioned it a while ago that when you're relaxing, you want to relax with a bowl of ice cream. So what is your favorite ice cream flavor? Chocolate by far, uh-huh. and if it's got a little bit of peanut butter, that's fine. So a chocolate peanut butter mix, but chocolate's my go-to. Awesome, you you and Adeline. <laughs> Adeline wants chocolate cake with chocolate icing with chocolate ice cream. It's crazy. Your girl loves some chocolate. So, that's awesome. I mean, that's cool. B, thanks a lot, man, yeah, for thanks, uh, joining us on the Life Change Podcast. Uh, stay tuned. We'll have another one coming out in a couple of weeks. Uh, Peace Church, we are missing y'all like crazy. Um, but but thanks for listening in to this. Uh, share this with your friends. Also, if you uh, haven't subscribed yet, either go to, to Apple Podcast or Spotify or wherever it is that you listen to the podcast 
uh, click follow or click subscribe, and then these will automatically come to you. Um, and then if you don't mind, leave us a rating. That would help us out. So Peace Church, thank you guys so much. We'll see you in two weeks. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Peace Church Life Change Podcast. We hope that you were challenged and encouraged today as you listened. Until next time, Peace Church, you are sent. Let's go make disciples.